1: CLN's Media Patriots Roundtable. I am one of your co-hosts, Nick Qualier, here with Marvazan and Mike Molyneux. So, look, hey, you know, we did our preseason predictions a few weeks ago, and some of us had the Patriots 2-1. and one. Some of us had the Patriots 3-0. Oh. <sighs> Jameis Winston whooped the Patriots, and he didn't even play that well.
0: And he, he didn't look good.
1: <laughs> no. James, James, James Winston—the uh, the epitome of yesterday's game was when he was getting sacked. It just launches this ball up, and it's a touchdown. Yeah, he James he admitted Winston. he was trying to throw that at the back of the end zone.
0: He he might be one of the few quarterbacks that won a game and still might get benched.
1: <laughs> hey, I love James Winston. Did you yeah. did you see the? Uh, any video goes any videos from their pregame speech yesterday? Larry <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's so he's so funny. <laughs> I love Jameis. But I mean look, just just even looking at the stats. Jameis Winston, 13 from 21, 120, 128 yards. And that put up 28 points on your ass. And even Alvin Kamara, 24 carries. 24 carries. For 89 yards. And that's where I want to start with this game. Before, obviously, we're going to get into it. It's Tom Brady week. And that's going to be the main focal point of this show. But what happened, guys, to this front seven that we were sold on in the middle of the offseason? They make all these moves. What happened to this front seven that we were all jacked up about? I thought they were supposed to be dominant. Yeah, I'm yeah. – I, I had a lot of hope in this Patriots defense.
2: And when I say I had a lot of hope, that's not like me going in the towel like oh, three games in I'm I'm giving up this. But I I assume three games in against especially against teams that they haven't really faced an elite team yet, I assume they'd be much better than they they've shown us. Um yeah, it's, it just hasn't been what we expected coming out of the offseason with all these new moves. You know, you get you add new players. You know, you get in veteran guy like Hightower back, you know, different things are happening. But, you know, it's a little bit of more the same that we've seen from the Patriots' defense the last couple of seasons. Um, one area for me specifically that I'm continuously noticing is, in my opinion, the Patriots never have a consistent pass rush. And this has been a similar story that we've seen over the last several seasons. The Patriots don't have a, a consistent pass rush. And they brought in a couple of guys. You know, they have a couple of young guys who, are in their second and third year, you know, getting more comfortable in the system. But, yeah, Jameis Winston didn't have an amazing game. But if you watch a lot of the game, I think he might have been sacked maybe three times. But there's still a, there's not much There wasn't a lot of pressure on him. Yeah, they did get to him a few times. But in terms of consistent pressure and him getting hurried up and whatnot, it's not consistent for the Patriots. It's, it's not consistent from the Patriots, I should say. Um, and that's where my big problem is with this defense. And, again, we're talking about teams who are, are not elite by any means. And you said to start the show, Nick, we probably saw them through our predictions being possibly 2-1, maybe possibly 3-0. But here we sit uh, um, with a record of one win and two losses, and it's not something we expect. And just from a defensive I know we're going to talk about offense, too, from a defensive standpoint. I'm not happy with what we've seen from this Patriots defense at all.
1: No, and I'm Marv, I don't know if it's like this for you, but Mike is completely frozen. We can hear you clearly, but you are completely frozen, which is totally fine. I I like the face that it landed on. Uh, Marv, I don't know about you, man, but my – Another issue that we were all hyped up about, and we talked about this last week, that offensive line has been
2: oh, trash.
0: The bo- both lines. Both lines, of offense and defense, have not looked good. I, what, what's been disappointing is how they haven't been able to stop the run, one, at all. For the past three weeks, we haven't really seen them stop the run. We even saw the Jets get some good carries with Michael Carter in there. This week, Alvin Kamara, we knew Alvin Kamara was going to be, you know, he's he's a star running back in this league, but usually with Bill Belichick, what does he do? He takes away your best weapon. And Alvin Kamara was the best weapon. He was still able to get decent yardage against this team. What What's really bothering me about this defense is they haven't been able to make the stops when you really need it. When you really need that drive to really come back and make that stop, they haven't been able to do it. Last week, you finally get a little momentum on offense. Matt Jones throws it to Kendrick Bourne. He gets the touchdown. All right. You need to stop. You need to stop this final drive to try to give you a chance, a team, a chance to win. The defense wasn't able to, It wasn't able to do that week one against Miami as well when you needed to stop a, a final drive. It, they're not able to pull these drives together, and it's very disappointing. Offensively, Nick, you bring up their line. My God. We were not expecting this. We were talking about how this line is supposed to be probably the best in the NFL. Obviously, Easily top that.
1: five. No question <laughs> top five.
0: No question. Obviously, we understand Trent Brown has been injured, but it's all over the place. No one has looked great on this offensive line. And the tight ends that you brought in, this two tight end package that you know we we're all looking forward to seeing, reminisce of 2010, 2011. They haven't looked great blocking either. No one has looked good blocking at all. The Patriots offense has been boring, has stalled. There's way too many third down opportunities. There's never a ch- time when they get the ball and they're getting consistent first down. They always get down to third down. And it's bad. It's bad all, all over the place. And don't get me started on Josh McDaniels. So I'm gonna pass it off to you, Nick, because it's just <laughs> it's it's getting kind of scary. <laughs>
1: Josh McDaniels, listen, the guy cannot get enough when it's third and long. Can't get enough of just shoving it up the middle. That's his favorite play.
0: Slow mo, Bolden.
2: What is he doing in there? You don't
1: have to play Brandon Bolden there.
2: Doesn't make sense that they continue to give Brandon Bolden carries. What for? What?
1: Like I know James. I know James White is hurt. He got hurt in the middle of that game, but you have two other running backs. Use one of those two. You've got Damian Harris, who a lot of people think are gonna be is gonna become one of the I don't want to say top, but like a very serviceable, very good running back in this league. And you're you're running Brandon Bolden out there, who it's you crazy. know you know that he's not a, a good running back at this point. He's just he's a very good special teamer, but he's not a good running back. And Marv, you brought up the tight ends. Now these guys can't block. I don't know if Johnu Smith can catch either. Yeah, that's yeah. a sad if performance it, from a guy who, who you
2: paid a lot of money for. You paid a lot of money for him, and oh, yeah. backdrops causing interceptions. You know, it, it didn't look good for him at all. But who else can you turn to? I mean, Hunter Henry's there. Can you give him some more looks? I mean, of the two tight ends, who you, who would you rather? you Know be be targeted more. I think more a lot of people would probably say John Smith because he, he might be the more athletic tight end, yeah, but
0: he's explosive, he's supposed to be explosive
2: with those stone hands.
1: It makes it very tough to rely on him. All right, yeah, and real quick, guys, the show powered by our friend over at betonline.ag. Uh, I mean, th- going directly back to the interception that was directly caused from John U. Smith. I don't know what he was doing with his feet. It looked like he was. You remember You remember those warm? You remember when you would run side to side? I'm I'm blanking on the name of the, of the of the warm up that you would do in every sport when you would just. Run yes, sure. I don't know what he's doing, but that's he's running over the middle, and his feet are all over the place. Ball hits him directly in the hands, directly in the hands, and look, and, and Mac Jones didn't have a great day either, but nobody on this team had a great day nobody had the uh, on this team had a great day from the offensive line actually the one bright side from this offensive showing yesterday and i guess i'll I'll give you two is jacoby myers too kendrick Bourne showed up that was nice to see guys i'm telling
0: you get this guy the ball he is a playmaker. they need to find more opportunities Jacoby Myers is great. I like Jacoby Myers, but we know he's limited in what he can do. Kendrick Bourne, if you give him the ball more, good things will happen. I'm telling you guys, this guy's a good receiver.
1: Just all around. It's just been – it was such a hard game to watch confidence-wise going forward because you didn't lose to a team like the Bucs. Like you're playing – The defending Super Bowl champions with a guy that we know, Tom Brady, who (laughs) we're going to talk about this. Worst case scenario for the Patriots is Tom Brady coming to Gillette Stadium following a loss.
2: Oh, I was thinking about that my whole drive to work this morning. We're probably playing a piss Tom Brady. Patriots are going (laughs) to get a piss Tom Brady. Like this it's one thing what like, would, would the would you rather face a pissed Tom Brady, who just came off a loss or a Tom Brady who's you know three and a riding the wave of another win like which one which one would you rather face and this one could be worse because he's pissed
1: so i saw I saw a score prediction of this game on Twitter, and you know obviously it's a little exaggerated, and this came directly after another John Carlos home run last night, so I think it was a little anger too uh sixty three to ten.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if they played like last week, that's absolutely going to be the
2: score. And that's all I like the... thought watching the game. Watching the game um, against the Saints, I'm like, yo, if the Patriots play like this against the Bucks, they're gonna get absolutely smacked, and it's gonna be bad. <laughs> <The> same performance <laughs> against the Saints, you take put against the Bucks, it's a it's a utter blowout
1: so let's let's transition now let's transition now since we're talking about the bucks again worst case scenario i thought for the patriots would be as if the bucks lose this game to the rams now you've got a pissed off tom brady coming to gillette stadium to you you know he's already coming in with motivation he doesn't want to come here and lose to bill he does not want to come here and lose to bill this offense looks good Guys, the Tampa Bay Bucks offense looks real good. I don't know if Antonio Brown's going to be back next week, but you know, you, you yeah, right. You bring Antonio Brown back. Who knows what his feelings are after the team, after after he went through all of those issues here, and then he ended up being he was released from the team. Who knows what his feelings are going to be going to this game? He might be looking to to play up another level. You've got Gronk coming here too. It depending on the extent of this injury that he had, uh, and Gronk looks good this year. This is this could be setting up for a a bad day as uh, as a Patriots fan. This team very well, if I had to put my money on it, which you know I, I might with bet online. Patriots, good chance they end up one and three here after this game. Come on, come on, come on! Like,
2: let's be real. Let's nope. be real. Don't, don't get me twisted. I am a Patriots fan through and through. <laughs> I have zero confidence in them winning this game. What I, thought you they gonna, shown... I thought you were going to go against me. Like, how yeah, did you think that the some, Bucks were going to win like you this game? Game. <laughs> Oh, excuse me. <laughs> Don't <it> <laughs> I have no faith in the Patriots When I'm a Patriots fan. But just going based off what I've seen these first three weeks, I'm not con- and what I've seen from the Bucks these first three weeks, if you line them up together, I'm not confident that the Patriots have what it takes to beat the Buccaneers. Buccaneers have too much firepower offensively. We all know that. And then defensively for the Patriots, they're struggling. They've been struggling. You're, you, they're, they're struggling. You're not going to have um, Stephon Gilmore back for this game, which is a bummer. But is he even – Stephon Gilmore comes back, does he – how much of a difference does he make? I mean, maybe a little bit in the secondary year, but, like, overall, this defense is struggling. Like we've just been talking about, the Bucks, are hyped up Tom Brady, they hyped up Antonio Brown. Uh, probably picked up Gronk being back in his old stomping. I was like, I don't bet. Shout out to Bet Online, but I don't see the Patriots being victorious in this game. And you know that's just the reality of the situation and where these teams are at right now.
1: You know, you know, Marv, give me your thoughts because I'm gonna look up the odds. I'm gonna look up the money line odds for the Bucks Patriots this weekend through Bet Online.
0: Yeah, obviously if you're going to base things <clears throat> as anyone would as for the first three weeks of the Patriots and the first three weeks of the Buccaneers, look, it's pretty, it's pretty easy to say the Buccaneers are going to blow out the Patriots, and I wouldn't doubt anyone for saying so. However, we all know there's a human side to this, and we all know that Bill Belichick's been waiting for this moment as well. He's been waiting for it, and I think he's going to... This defense is going to have their best performance they've had so far. Does that mean they're going to win the game? I doubt it. But Brady's going to hit the floor a couple of times this game. I think the Patriots are really going to have a, a sound defense for the Buccaneers. And I know that's saying a lot when you mention all those weapons with Godwin, Evans, Gronk, AB coming back. But the running game hasn't looked hasn't looked great at all. They're going to try to force the Buccaneers to run the ball. And they're going to have to do some trick plays. Jock McDade is going to have to develop something offensively for the pitchers to put up some type of push. because you're going to need to score 30. You're going to need to score 30 to beat this Bucks team. And I Minimum. just don't know if this pitchers team
1: can score 30. So I'm looking at the odds right now. Tampa Bay uh, money line is minus 282 at betonline.ag. Patriots plus 237. Honestly, I thought it was going to be a little bit worse. I'm looking at the Steelers-Green Bay Packers game. The, 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 the Green Bay Packers are favored uh, minus 300 on the money line, Pittsburgh plus 250. So, you know, better lines given the, the Patriots a bit more of a shot here. But my my biggest my biggest concern here, if I'm the Bucks. And this is the one thing, this is the one thing that I can look at and be like, okay, maybe the Patriots have a chance because we don't have confidence after these, after these first three weeks, you you could have beat the Dolphins, you didn't, you blew out the Jets, you lose to Jameis Winston and the Saints, who's a, who's a very well coached team, you know, Sean Payton's a great coach, but you lost a lot of confidence after Sunday's game. My only thing that goes, huh, okay, maybe you can do this. And Marv, you're right, the, the emotional side for Bill Belichick is there too, but also, speaking of Bill Belichick, if anybody has seen the weaknesses of Tom Brady, it's Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick has watched this guy play for the past 20 years front row, every practice, every game. Bill Belichick has been there. He knows Tom Brady's weaknesses. So I don't know if you have the tools to stop that. I don't know if anybody has the stools, the the stools, the tools. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if anybody has the tools to stop a fired-up Tom Brady. I don't. But if anybody if anybody has the mental tools, it's Bill Belichick. Yeah. And that's
2: the one glimmer of hope I, I have. Like, nobody knows Tom Brady's game as well as Bill Belichick and Josh McDaniels and probably some a couple other of those coaches who are over there who probably don't get talked to, uh, about like Belichick Checking McDaniels does. Um, but nobody knows his game as well as those two coaches. So if Patriots do have a shot, especially defensively, um, and trying to slow down the Tampa Bay Buccaneers' offense, you know, you have to trust and believe that those two guys know enough to slow Brady down. Will they be able to execute and make it happen with the defense? the defense that we've seen so far? That remains to be seen, but you know you can't. I'm not fully counting the Patriots out because again, the Patriots, Brady's going up against a team and, and a coaching staff that knows him front to back pretty much. Um, so that's that's where my hope lies. But at the same time, Marv said you got to put up damn near 30 plus points to beat this Buccaneers team, or just to stay in the game with the Buccaneers team. Um, and I don't know, Patriots. McDaniels, Mac Jones, this offense, I believe they could be a team, you know, with offensive weapons that does that maybe later on this season. But right now they're not at that level yet where they're they're in shootout mode and and can go put up 30-plus
1: points. Especially because the defense that you really had hyped up over the offseason hasn't been playing like the defense that you thought could actually have a chance to stop Tom Brady. They just haven't looked like that. Uh, Mar, before we jump back over to you guys, got to talk about our friends over at betonline.ag, our friends. Guys, we're back, and we're better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back on for another football season. As always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, BetOnline continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today or to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Don't forget to use our promo code CLNS50 to receive your bonus. From football, basketball, which Celtics Media Day was today, basketball is coming, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet all of your favorite sports. line where the game starts. All right, so, Marv, give me your thoughts. Did you hear any of Bill Belichick's quotes today?
0: I saw, look, I'm going to be honest with you guys. Mike knows this. I'm not going to be doing a lot of media watching this week with the whole Brady fest and all that. I'm sick of it already. So, oh, I'm but ready I am ready for the drama. I'm, I'm not I'm, I'm not ready. interested in it. I don't care for it. I don't want to watch any hype videos, none of that. And if you you, wanna, if you, you know wanna... me, I don't I don't even want to see I don't even want to see a Brady um tribute video that the, that the Patriots do. I'm not I'm not for any of that. But anyways, I did see something about Belichick saying when they asked him about um, brady leaving is that is that what you're referring
1: uh yeah i was gonna say speaking of a dramatic quote i have this one here about uh about tom leaving so i want to read this one here so this is via yeah. the greg hill show wei the question over the course of your time together with tom brady you said dozens of times that there was no quarterback you'd rather have what did, when did that change bill belichick's response it never changed you didn't say it like that. But if you read just the context, it sounds like a very dramatic quote. So, I mean, hey, do you guys, do you guys buy that? Do you think Bill? Cause I, I personally think that Bill was ready to move on from Tom. Yeah, I think
0: Bill, Bill was ready to, to start, to start a new regime. If Brady was going to be here for the long term, it wouldn't have killed Bill. He wouldn't have been so upset, but when when he understood that Brady wanted out, I don't think he was clamoring and saying, okay, we gotta do whatever we can to keep him here. Um, Belichick obviously understands that Brady's done a lot for his career. He understands that Brady has won a lot of games when they should have never won games, and that he's probably the best, he's the best quarterback in the world. He said it already, and he has a lot of respect for Tom Brady. Uh, that but we also know Belichick doesn't give a damn about none of that. If it's time to move on and I got to build a, a team from the ground up, that's what I'm going to do. And that's, that's his philosophy. Now, was it the right philosophy? Obviously not. We see that Tom Brady still has it at the age of 44, which no one could have predicted. I mean, we can blame Bill Belichick for getting rid of Tom Brady, this, that and third, but no one in the world could have predicted that a man at 44 years old could throw for 457 yards. Like he just did last week. Like it's, it's unheard of. This will reach uncharted territories here. And Belichick was ready to move on from, what, seven years ago when he bought J- Jimmy Garoppolo? That was seven years ago, which is wild to think about, that Jimmy Garoppolo is a seven-year veteran. And obviously, that was the wrong timeline. And seven years later, it's still the wrong timeline. It's just the, the man Tom Brady just has no end, and no one could have seen that coming.
1: So, Bill does deny wanting Tom out of New England. Uh, He said, we weren't as good. This is about Tom Brady choosing Tampa Bay over New England. Uh, He said, quote, we weren't as good as Tampa. It wasn't a question of not wanting him. That's for sure. Mike, do you buy it? Do you think Bill wanted Tom?
2: I agree with what Marv said. I believe that if Tom Brady were to decide to stay with the New England Patriots, I don't think Bill Belichick would have been upset. I don't think we would have seen an issue where Belichick's like, well, Tom's staying and he's upset about it. And I kind of want to move in a direction, but we got to deal with Tom because Tom's here. I think Belichick would have been mad. He would have made it work. Like he's made the last 10, 15, whatever years with Belichick. I'm sorry with Brady. Um, And, I, you know, the more I think about it and the questions are going to arise, especially with this upcoming week with Brady coming back into town, I don't think people need to dive too much too much further into this. It's not any hard equation to figure out about this Belichick-Brady, the breakup between the Patriots and Tom Brady. It's, it's not much to it. Tom Brady wanted to play. Pay, one, I think Tom Brady had no problem playing for the New England Patriots. But what it boiled down to the fact is they weren't in a position to be as good as Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They weren't in a position to surround Brady with the talent that Brady was looking for. Brady, I've said this on numerous shows, numerous podcasts over and over again. As Brady aged, knowing that he still has the talent that he did as an aging quarterback, the man ever wanted the talent around him to continue to be the best quarterback he can be. And if you got that in New England, Tom Brady would still be here, 44 years old. we see the number 12 jersey at Gillette Stadium right now. If the Patriots make better moves and situations you could blame them you know trades that they made a free agent sign-ins had draft picks various reasons but either way the fact still remains that if the Patriots had the weapons that Brady was looking for the last several months he'd still be in New England right now what happened the Patriots didn't have the weapons that Brady was looking for especially in that last season he played in New England Brady wasn't happy he moved on and that's what the question about Belichick wanting Brady or not, like I said, I agree with Marv. If Brady was still in New England, I don't think Belichick would have had a problem. But Brady wanted to move on, and Belichick said, hey, we're going to roll with what's next. And that's just what it is, bang, bang. Um, You know, I don't really believe there's any hate between Belichick and Brady. I know Guerrero, Brady's trainer, came out, and, and Brady's dad came out and said some things. Belichick didn't like Brady anymore. Belichick treated Brady like a kid. That stuff, I believe, is BS. I don't know where all of that's coming from. I don't believe Belichick and Brady have a have hate for each other, but it was just time to move on because it couldn't work for the New England Patriots in terms of putting talent that Brady was looking for, and Brady wasn't happy with what was around them. So they just mutually separated, and that's all it is.
1: Yeah, and like, and I get why we're interviewing Alex Guerrero, I guess, but I'm also like, why? Like, I, I don't. Has yeah, to I
0: just hearing him. him. I understand why Belichick say "Yeah, cool, he can't come on the plane with us."
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and like, annoying. and honestly, like, they're the idea of not having Alex Guerrero undermining your training staff. I mean, it makes sense when you when you look at it like that. Like, you don't want another guy in there being like, you know what? I know the training staff is saying this, but I'm saying this. Like, it does. It's just I like I understand that part. I just I don't care what Alex Guerrero has to say. I really don't. No Two more questions. We're gonna wrap it up here and get ready for. And because obviously we're gonna talk about this next week too. Uh, does Tom Brady shed a tear pregame?
0: No, not Tom Brady. Tom Brady's focused on beating the Patriots ass. He's not. He's not gonna shed any tears pregame. Hey, he's not gonna. Hey. He's not gonna show that emotion.
1: He hey, I think. I think shedding. I think Tom Brady shedding a tear is going to be terrifying because if Tom Brady is showing that much emotion pregame, not he's not putting do up pre-game. 70. He's putting up 70. Tom Brady's still an active
2: player. shut a tear. Go back to Gillette. Yeah. You no. Know. Tom Brady going back in like some type of retirement ceremony, you know, jersey going up, something like that. Yeah, I can see him shedding a tear. But knowing Brady, he's too locked in once he's – he'll wave his hand, whatever, round of applause, give a salute, something. But – Not as an active player, he's not shedding a tear. All
1: right, so we're gonna wrap it up here then. Final score predictions, Mike. What do you got? 38 17 bucks. I don't think you had to elaborate. I'm sorry. <laughs> that would have that would have been a wild twist if at the end of the show Mike was like 30 and 17 Patriots.
0: <laughs> Marv, what you got? 20 28 to 9 bucks.
1: 28 to 9. Hey, hey. I got Nick Folk on my fantasy team. If we're getting nine points, that means Nick Folk's having himself a day. I'm gonna be I might be owing three after this week. I'm gonna need that. Uh Man, I, I'm i just factoring emotional Tom Brady coming back to Gillette Stadium for the first time against Bill Belichick. I'm factoring him coming off of a loss. Uh, 45-21. A is so cool. 40, oh, my God. Would so you, 40, <laughs> 45-21 Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Jesus. That's
0: it's not
1: just gonna- it.
2: Accept it. It's okay. It's in the Bucks, It's okay.
1: It's all right. I'm going to – by the end of the game, I be, I might be wearing a, a Tampa Bay Bucks hat.
2: Never. This is going to hey, be bad. I got Brady on my – I got Brady on my team. I hope we has a hell of a game. I – like, <laughs> come on. I ain't
1: going to hold you. I hope Brady hey, has you a know hell what? of a game. Let's go Pat. Let's go Pats. You know what? I hope Brady has this a is- game. This is what's gonna irritate people. Like last year, this is the only good thing about the Patriots sucking last year. Is like near the end, whenever I had an opponent coming up against the Patriots, I was like, you know what? Give them the work. (laughs) Run them over. Dust them. Go for it. I need those points.
0: After week four, you might have you might have that territory again. I mean, after this game, if the Patriots aren't playing well, what games are we really excited for?
1: Yeah, I'm going. I'm going to the. I'm going to the Cowboys game. I need them to at least be in it. Right. I don't know. This team's not giving me any sort of hope. All right, guys. Any more thoughts before we wrap it up? I just can't wait. i be excited. Unlike Marv, I will
2: be looking forward to all the hype stuff throughout the week leading up to the game. Um, and
1: yeah, can't wait for Sunday. Yeah, buzzkill, Marv.
0: Care <laughs> for it? Just get me to the game. I can't wait for this. I honestly can't wait for this week to be over.
1: No, it's Damn. it's gonna be it's gonna be an electric game. And no, I'm, I'm excited
0: for the I'm excited for the game. Is just everything I, Like already we're talking about Guerrero and his. Once I saw the Guerrero and his father thing, I almost threw up all over the place. That's just I just Damn. can't wait
1: for this week to be done. Like, what are we doing? What are we doing? That's is Brady coming back to guys- New England. Do you guys care about Tom Brady Sr. talking either? What'd you say? Do you guys care about Tom Brady Sr.'s quotes either? No. Hey, no respect to the senior. But no, I don't give a
2: damn. I'm sorry.
0: Damn. I really don't care. He was annoying when he was here. No
2: disrespect to his father. But I'm sorry. I don't care what he has to say.
1: I care about what the Patriots organization has to say, and I care about what Tom Brady has to say, you know, give me Gronk, whatever, too. But Alex Guerrero and Tom Brady's dad, I just like what they say just means nothing to me at this point. All right. Wrapping it up here, Nick Qualey, Marvzon, and Mike Molyneux. Guys, we're going to talk to you next week after a Patriots-Bucks. Hey, maybe if the Patriots shock the world next week, we are going to have so much to talk about, and it's going to be the definition of sports entertainment. It is going to be electrifying if the Patriots somehow decide to figure this thing out. Guys, once again, to our show powered by our friends over at betonline.ag. We're going to talk to you next week, post Patriots and Bucks. We'll talk to you then guys. Thank you for watching and thank you for listening.